This is The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. In this podcast, you'll receive permission to ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. I have found a love for the power of words and can't wait to share it with you. As a confidence and mindset coach, I know you don't have to do or be anything more than you are right now to create the life you've always wanted. What words do you need today? Let's put them on. Welcome everyone. I'm so excited to be launching The Word Effect. This is a podcast where I want to offer the idea that you can actually ditch willpower and begin to live the life that you've always wanted, living it with word power. Now you might be asking yourself, what is word power? And we're gonna talk a little bit about that. But before I get into that right now, I just have to say today is a day to celebrate. Not only is it the launch of the podcast, something that I've been wanting to do for over two years now, and I've finally, been able to learn how to manage my mind to do what I want to do with it and to start, but it's actually my 45th birthday. Yes, I am 45 years old today and I'm proud of it. I was born November 10th, 1975 in Provo, Utah. I'm the second of six children. And from a very early age, I have always loved to talk. I remember my mom saying to me when I was a little girl, Does your mouth ever get tired of talking? And she wasn't meaning it mean, but I just was an inquisitive and curious little girl, always asking questions and always talking. I don't know. I have come to believe it's a gift that I might have. Some people maybe don't agree, but that's how I process things. That's how I learn. I ask questions and I explore. So it seemed only fitting When I got certified as a life coach in September, I had the thought, it is time, Becky, to start your podcast. You've been waiting to do this for a long time. Why are you waiting? Get going. That was my thought. So I looked at the calendar because I do do well when I give myself tangible goals. And I thought, you know, my birthday's coming up in a few months. Why don't I do it for my birthday? So I put it on the calendar, decided that this was the day. And a lot of times it's easy to plan things kind of in advance, right? Because you've got plenty of time to work on it. Well, right after I decided this, both Chris and I came down with COVID and that set us back three weeks. And then we sent a missionary off for serving um, with the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And that kind of took up another week. And all of a sudden I wanted to change my plan and think, I can't do this anymore. What was I thinking? And I wanted to stuff down my dream and my desire of starting this podcast. Instead of doing that, I decided to use some of the tools that I have found work again and again in my life. And I started using the power of words to manage my thoughts and my mind to get the results that I've always wanted. And through this podcast, I'm going to teach you how to do the same thing. If you're tired of living in willpower and striving to, oh, just always do more and more and more, but can't quite get there, I want to offer that there's an easier way. And it's it's with word power. So let's talk about a little bit about what word power is. About 16 years ago, I was laying 
on the ultrasound table, and I was anxiously awaiting to hear the gender reveal of baby number four. Now, for some of you, this might not mean anything, but for me, it was a big deal. We met with the ultrasound tech. She did all the measurements. My husband was by my side, and she had come to know that up until this point, we had three boys. So she probably knew what I was hoping to hear. As it was time for her to reveal the baby, and she said, are you ready to hear? She said, I'm so excited to tell you, it's going to be a healthy baby boy. Even though I was excited to hear that, all I heard was the word boy. Now that might not mean anything to you, but to me, I was starting to have thoughts about, man, I might not ever have a girl. I might not be able to dress a little girl in those cute little bows and all the cute tights and shoes. I was having thoughts like, I'm not going to be able to plan a wedding or get a little a girl ready for prom. On the other hand, Chris started having thoughts like, yay, I won't have to ever sit at a dance recital. He was ecstatic to have another buddy to play baseball with or to have a basketball team. We were one person closer to having a basketball team. So both Chris and I heard a word, boy. And then we had different thoughts about it. The word boy was just the circumstance, but it's what you begin to think about words and the way you put those words into your life that matter. So after the ultrasound tech excused herself from the room, I had tears going down the sides of my face, streaming down. And Chris looked at me confused and wondered, why, why are you crying? They just told us the baby was healthy. And I had to pull myself back and I said, you know, Chris, give me a minute. I, I'm a little sad. If they would have just told you that this baby is your fourth girl, you might be crying. He smiled and nodded and he gave me a moment. This story is kind of a simple story and I want to let you all know that I absolutely love my fourth son, Trevor Ryan Kemp. He's a delight. He's brought me so much joy and I cannot even imagine my life without him. But in that moment, I felt a little bit of sadness. And the sadness came not because it was a boy. The feeling of sadness came because of the thoughts I was having. It's so fascinating to start to see that our thoughts are what drive our feelings. It's not the circumstances. So let me just give you another quick example. If we were sitting face to face and I were to ask you if you liked a dog or a cat more, some of you would say, I absolutely love a cat. And you could tell me the reasons why. Some of you would say, dog, hands down, a dog. Some of you might even say, neither. I am not a pet person. Did you know that regardless of what you choose, you're not right or wrong? Having a dog or having a cat is just a circumstance. 
having no animal at all is just a circumstance. It's the thoughts that we have about it that make us feel a certain way. The thing is, is when we have thoughts about why we love something or not love something, it's through our experiences. It's what we think about that. I just find that so fascinating. Because oftentimes we get confused, at least I did for a long, long time until I learned this, that there's a difference between fact and opinion. So there's facts like I have a dog. That's a fact. But my opinion of the dog is just that. It's my opinion. It's my thoughts about it. And you are entitled to have your own thoughts about things. You know, we oftentimes think that it's our facts that that make us feel a certain way. But a coach of mine, Brooke Castillo, says facts don't hurt. The circumstances of our lives have no effect on us until they encounter the mind and we attach meaning to them. So the word effect is when we begin to discover what our thoughts are and decide if we want to put those thoughts on or not. They're optional. So as you move forward, I will teach you some amazing ways to manage your mind and to decide, do I want to put that thought on or not? Words have been around for as long as the creation of the earth. In the Bible, John chapter 1, verse 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Words have been and will always be the creative force of the universe. Everything around us happens and starts with a thought. Again, we'll have circumstances, but it's the thoughts that we have. So I turned 45 today. That's a circumstance. But it's the thoughts that I have around it that determine how I feel. And I want to feel excited and happy. And so I've had to learn to change my thoughts. Eight years ago when I was feeling sadness and depression and anxiety, it was because I'd gotten stuck in some thoughts that were not serving me. And I had to become aware of that. And I had to decide, do I want to keep those thoughts on or do I want to let them go and put on new thoughts? Stephen R. Covey, who's the author of The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, which many of us have read, has said regarding words. When words are used correctly and positively, they are the first building blocks for success and inner peace. They provide the vision and focus that show the way to growth and contribution. Used incorrectly and negatively, they are capable of undermining even the best of intentions. This is true in business, in personal relationships, and in every other walk of life. You know, when I read that and think about that, I had found myself using words incorrectly and negatively. But to be honest, I didn't even know. I was living in a space of willpower. If I only do more, if this was only different, then I could have what I wanted. There was always a contingency. We don't need the contingency anymore. We just need to change our words. 
Now, doesn't mean it's just easy. We put on these new words. It takes effort. It takes consistency. But I want to tell you that this power is already within you. You don't have to go looking for it anywhere else. The power to create the life that we've always wanted is within each one of us. It's a God-given talent and gift. It took me a while to to discover this. But as I have, it's been life-changing. I want to tell you that just like the word boy or girl had meaning for me 16 years ago, there's power in the change of just one word. When I found myself really unsure of where I was at, I had a friend offer a suggestion. And she said, what if you change one word in your story? Instead of asking why, why is this happening? Why is that happening? Why, why, why? What if you begin to say how? How do I live into my story despite what's happening? I want you to think about that. How do you move forward in your story today despite what's happening? Do you want to move forward? If the answer is yes, then you begin to ask how. And as you ask how, things will come into your life. For me, when I began to ask, how do I live into my story and change my story? The thought came as clear as day, change your words. Now, I didn't know what that meant at the time. Change my words? What, what, what words? I didn't know what that meant. But as I began to explore and look into things, other things started to come into my life. I'll never forget, I was watching a documentary. It was regarding food. I wasn't watching it looking for about words. And the documentary said, put these words in your life and see what happens. Somehow I heard that and it caught my attention. The words were, I accept myself unconditionally right now. I thought, okay, how do I put those words in my life? I didn't know how to do that. I didn't even believe those words really. But for some reason, I paid attention. They said, put them in your life. Say them to yourself every morning, every middle of the day, and every evening, five times each each of those times. I thought, huh. But again, I couldn't remember the words because they didn't mean anything to me. They didn't. I didn't accept myself unconditionally at that time in my life. I was full of judgment. I was living in a lot of regret, a lot of anxiety. So then I thought, well, I can get a three by five card and write them down and put them somewhere. And I decided to put them on my mirror in my bathroom. I thought, I don't really have anything to lose. I might as well try. I don't even have to tell anyone I'm doing it. And the reason I decided to put them in my bathroom mirror was because I could look at them when I brush my teeth every morning and night. So I knew that at least two times I could kind of say them to myself or say them out loud. So I decided to start. I began. Not really knowing what might happen, but I started. I would say them to myself in the morning and at night, and I'm not going to lie. There was times I was like, why am I doing this? This is silly. But I just had this little thought. 
Keep doing it, Becky. Just keep doing it. Become consistent at something. Then I found myself saying it when I was really anxious or feeling anger or upset about something that I think, oh, I accept myself unconditionally right now. Okay. Everything's okay. And I, I felt this change start to happen with the power of words. That was my first real experience with the power of words that I can remember. That I had become aware to it and thought, oh my goodness, these words are actually changing how I feel and how I think. It wasn't changing the circumstances in my life, but it was changing how I showed up to them. I could show up and take different actions than I was taking. I didn't have to keep living in willpower. I got to pull myself back and start to live in what I say is word power. That was about seven years ago, and I have just been working on this and exploring it. And then about a year ago, I got introduced to life coaching. I wasn't really looking to life coaching. I had started a business with Aaron, my sister-in-law, Becoming Threads, a positive t-shirt and apparel business about putting on the power of words. And we would say, let what you wear tell your story. But then I got introduced to life coaching and somehow my eyes were opened one more time. I could take everything I'd been learning about the power of words and then put it into something that has clear scientific ways to change your life. And it's through your thoughts. And I'd been experiencing that, but I didn't realize how powerful it was until I saw this model that the life coach school taught me. And I'll be sharing things as we go along, but I also just want to share with you how powerful words are. So today, again, is a time to celebrate. And there's some words that I have been putting on and I'm going to put on for the month of November. And I want to invite you to put them on too. The words are, gratitude helps you fall in love with the life you already have. I want you to practice gratitude. You can discover and decide how you want to practice it. It might be by writing down three things you're grateful for every day. It might be by sharing to three people a day how you're grateful for them. You get to decide your how. But how can you allow gratitude to help you fall back in love with the life that you already have? Because as we fall back in love with where we're at today, we become open to stepping forward to having new possibilities and to create the life that we've always wanted. Again, words have been and always will be the creative force of the universe. If your story is not unfolding or going the way that you have wanted it to, now is the time. You can change it. I give you permission, just like someone gave me permission several years ago to stop asking why and to begin to use the power of the word how. There's a quote by Abe Lincoln that says, leave nothing for tomorrow which can be done today. It's time to put the power of words to work in your life today. Don't think I'll do it tomorrow. Do it today. If you go to my website at becomingwithbecky.com, and you sign up for my Words Matter Weekly or just sign up to get on the 
the newsletter, I will send you a free digital download with these words. Gratitude helps you fall in love with the life you already have. You can print it off in a 5x7, 8x10, or 11x14 print and put those words in your life. Just like I had to print off or write off the words I accept myself unconditionally right now, you might need to put these words in your life to remember them. I like to put words in my life to visually see them, and then I like to say them. I find that when I do this, something magical happens. But I have to put them actually in my life to see them, or I forget. I have all the best intentions, but the distractions of life, I forget. Then when I see the words, I'm reminded to say the words. When I say the words, they become a part of me. And then I get to decide if I want those words in my life or not. It truly is the most amazing effect, the word effect. It's simple. It's a power you have within you. And it can change your life as it's been changing mine. Today, I celebrate starting something that I've been wanting to do for quite a while. I know that I might not be the best or the most eloquent speaker, but I feel impressed and want to share the power words with you. I'm looking forward to sharing ideas and concepts and tools and thoughts and words that not only have helped me, but they might possibly help you. I can't wait to continue this journey with you. I hope you'll join me for the next episode as we continue to discover the word effect. But today, download those words, put them in your life. Gratitude helps you fall in love with the life you already have. And let's go. Thank you so much for listening to The Word Effect with Becky Jane Kemp. Please subscribe to the show, share with your friends, and leave a positive rating and review on Apple Podcasts. We spend a lot of time deciding what to put on physically. The Word Effect podcast is here to remind us how to take the time to put on those words that matter for our insights. Are you ready for more word power? Go to becomingwithbecky.com and sign up for my Words Matter Weekly and receive a free digital word print. You can also sign up for a free 30-minute coaching call to explore what you are ready to begin and who you want to become. It is your time to create the life you have always desired. Join me as we ditch willpower and discover how to put on word power. What words will you put on today?